Hi, I'm Kelsa Dickey, the CEO of the Financial Coach Academy and my financial coaching business, Fiscal Fitness Phoenix. My coaching journey began more than a decade ago with me helping people for free from my dining room table. What was once a little business of mine has grown into a seven-figure company that employs a team of people. My goal is simple, to help you fall more and more in love with financial coaching. I believe financial coaching is the most rewarding way to make a living. If you are an aspiring financial coach or have been coaching for years, I'm here to help you create a business you love that gets your clients massive results. Let's get to it. Hey, Financial Coach, welcome to episode 26 of the Financial Coach Academy podcast. Today, we're going to dive into the GAINS financial decision-making model. But before I do that, I'd love to read a review. This one is by Vane NC. Love learning with this podcast about financial coaching. I get very practical advice from every episode I listen here. Thank you so much, Vane, for taking the time to leave a review. I really appreciate it. So in this episode, Coach, I am going to share a decision-making framework that I created called the GAINS Decision-Making Model. The purpose of this model is to help people make confident financial decisions. It's also designed to help people understand what a big decision is really all about when they're going to make it. It helps people to think through what the decision might cost them to try and minimize or navigate those costs more effectively, but also to focus on what they could gain from that decision as well. It also helps them begin to mentally and emotionally prepare for the shift that is about to come should they make this decision, right? So let me just tell you a little bit about why I created this. I designed this after years of conversations with clients where I was trying to help them make smart financial decisions for themselves. Oftentimes, these were decisions that were not about me or my business or one of my offerings or something like that. So in other words, I had no horse in the race, right? We would weigh pros and cons, but it always felt like that was just too surface level, like there was something missing behind the decision before they made it. I realized that the biggest challenge that clients face when it comes to making these types of decisions was simply the nature of decision-making, where the cost is oftentimes very obvious, right? What we're buying has a cost to it. It's a guaranteed cost. There's a price tag and there's like flashing lights around it, right? It's so obvious and sort of like in your face, but... The benefits or what we will gain from that decision are all too often not super obvious, right? We can't see those or they require us to have faith in those benefits. In other words, we are like trying to compare apples to oranges when it comes to the costs of a decision and the gains of the decision, right? And no wonder we struggle with making these decisions because we're trying to compare tangible costs to intangible benefits and the mind really struggles with computing that. So over time, I created this five-step framework known as the GAINS Financial Decision-Making Model. This is a model that I have refined over the years through, I mean, hundreds of conversations with clients. I've seen clients get incredible results using this. I use it myself, and I hope you will too. Typically, we use this framework when a person is thinking of investing in something. Now, that can be their future, but it could also be a coach, a program, a particular life change, the pursuit of a goal. But it could also work if a client wants to like buy a new car, possibly, right? Like those types of financial decisions. But all too often, it's when there's like intangible things that they're after. Okay. So I just want to be clear on that. 
a lot of times at Fiscal Fitness, our clients end up investing in themselves in many ways after they hire us. And I love this. I have come to realize why this happens. Money is just one form of currency. Other forms of currency are having options, your skill set, energy, time, hope, zest for life, mental bandwidth, your relationships, your focus, your creativity. These are all forms of currency, right? And once a client gets control of their money, they use that currency of money to expand or invest in the other forms of currency. And I just love that. I think it is one of the greatest benefits of getting control of your money. And I don't think we talk about that enough. So please take this, what I just said, and use it and spread that message that getting control of your money expands currency in all other areas of your life. One of the things that you will notice is that the questions that we are going to navigate in this five-step process get deeper and a bit more complex as we go. So let's get started. Step one of the GAINS decision framework is to identify what is the decision going to cost me. This part is pretty obvious, right? Chances are there is a financial cost. That is typically when I'm asking a client about this of like, what will this decision cost you? That is typically the first thing that they mention, right? Pretty easy. There's a price tag to something. But also you want to help them figure out what else it could cost them as far as time, energy, patience, lifestyle, those types of things. But again, this is a little bit of a surface level question when we first start, okay? So you're gonna ask that question of like, what will this decision cost you? And you can keep asking like, is there anything else it will cost you? Is there anything else it will cost you, right? Once you get done with that question, step two is, what do you fear this might cost you? In other words, the financial cost is one thing, but... Maybe that money going out is obvious, but it's sort of like the opportunity cost of what you're not able to do because that money went out. So maybe it's like, I'm afraid it's going to mean that I have to make slower progress towards my other goals, right? It might mean fewer options or feeling stuck. So adding a payment or committing to something for a long period of time, let's say a car payment, or if they're hiring a coach, it might be like an annual investment or something like that. And feeling like that limits your options, right? The question here, and I'm going to give some more examples in just a second, but I want to be really clear is like, what are you afraid this might cost you? Okay. One example that I have when it comes to, again, we have a lot of fitness clients, right? So a lot of personal trainers and that kind of thing. When someone's getting ready to hire a trainer or a nutrition coach, they, of course, are worried that they, you know, it's going to cost them X per month in a monthly fee, right? But one of the things they fear is that it's going to cost them social time with their friends. Like they're not going to be able to go out to eat anymore or go out for drinks with their girlfriends and that kind of thing. They have this fear that like their social environment is going to shift and they don't like that, right? This is something that they can be afraid of. Like we want these changes. We want to experience this growth. And man, there are some costs here that I don't know if I love that idea, right? Um, another one is the fear of not having the same lifestyle. So what will I need to give up in order to have this fear of judgment is another one. What will people think or what will they say if they see or know that I'm doing this? Okay. Um, let's see. Clarity on these, I believe, is actually what makes hiring a coach or a program 
way more successful right out of the gate. We tell our clients if they want to hire a coach, if they want to attend a retreat, if they want to invest in another program, we actually want to navigate this process. Because what I believe is that if we can identify, here's what I'm afraid might happen. And these costs would be too great to me, right? Like if this means that I, you know, have to get up every morning and go to the gym for two hours and missing my kids in the morning or miss having breakfast with my kids, then that cost is too great. Then when it comes time to have that conversation or a consultation with the coach or ask some questions, you want to be aware of these. These are not reasons not to move forward. They're simply things that you want to communicate. These are my guardrails, right? Like these are my bumpers down the bowling alley, right? It's like, these are the things that like, I am willing to do this. I want to do this, but this is sort of a non-negotiable to me, or this is a fear that I have. Help me make these changes without giving up this, right? This is such good awareness. Um, One of the things that some clients might feel when it comes to financial coaching is that I'm scared that I'm going to end up caring too much about money, right? And it's like, okay, what would that sound like for you? What would that look like for you? What don't you want to do when it comes to your money that would sort of indicate like that that's what you've done? You've gone too far in that direction. And then I can say as your coach, like, thank Thank you for sharing that with me. I will be honest with you if I am sensing that. I will help you keep an eye on that. Let's write that down. Let's check in with ourselves every once in a while as you're investing in this program to make sure that doesn't happen, right? So again, this is where when I was talking about one of the benefits of going through this process is that they become more mentally and emotionally prepared to sort of go down that path. This is a perfect example of why that is because they get really clear on here's what I'm really afraid might happen. And either some of those, it's like if it does happen, I'm okay with it. I just know that it might happen and it might be a little painful. And for other times, other clients, it's like that might happen. And I, somebody might encourage me to do that. And I don't want to do that. Like I'm not willing to go in that direction with this path. Right. So it's really important to talk about not just the costs, but the feared costs, the things that you fear this will cost you. It is so important. We're talking about the intangible cost here, in other words, right? So we want to be able to compare at the end of the day, your tangible and intangible costs to the tangible and intangible gains. That way we're really comparing apples to apples, right? So the idea here is we've got to get really clear though on what those intangible costs might be. All right. Step three is what will you gain by making this decision? Now, right out the gate, I just want to be super honest. This question is oftentimes really hard for some clients to focus on. It is easier for some people to focus on what they are running away from or the pain of something versus what they are running towards. The other things that sometimes happens is that it's easier to focus on the sacrifices that we might have to make today rather than focusing on the freedom or the peace that we are running towards a month or a year down the road. When we are running away from something, it's easy to tell ourselves that it's not bad enough yet, which is why so many people don't make a change until they hit rock bottom or before things get much worse and then they're finally forced to do something about it, right? But by focusing on the gains, we're we're training their brain to look forward and to ask themselves, like, why are you doing this? What is the benefit here? What will you gain from doing this? And when you focus on what you will gain, you really want to imagine yourself achieving it. So imagine you've invested in this coach or you've invested in this program and you are doing it. It is getting you the exact results you wanted. What are those? 
What are the intangible things you're gaining? How are you feeling? How are you carrying yourself differently, right? How is your life better because the decision you made, you went forward with it and it's working, right? And believing that it's working and sort of envisioning that can be really hard for some people to do. So this is a vision exercise just as much as it is like a conversation at the real time or at the same time, okay? So imagine, I will sometimes ask a client, imagine how you would carry yourself or what traits you embody. What are those things? Do you have more confidence? Is it that you have more knowledge and awareness? Um, do you believe that you can do hard things? Do you have a better, you know, a stronger trust in yourself? Like what are all of those gains? And also what are the tangible gains, right? So what opportunities will you have because of this decision? What's the ripple effect of what you will gain from this decision? This should take time to explore and can require a number of questions and a you know long dialogue with you because it's like some of those will be tangible gains and some of them will be intangible. This conversation I have found takes longer and more intention behind the conversation than talking about the costs just for a lot of people. And it's really cool when I have, you know, a lot of my clients, like I said, have been working with me for 10 years. How they would navigate this framework really early on when we first started doing it compared to now, it's like they can go into the gains really quickly. They believe it's possible. They trust that. And it's just such a cool thing to see that like the ease of these processes, you know, get better and better because they feel more confident navigating it, right? Like they learn to trust themselves. They learn to be more aware of their thoughts and their minds and what they're feeling and not shy away from sharing those with you, but also trusting that it's okay to share them, which is just really cool. So that is the third question. What will you gain from this decision? And you are really trying to identify both tangible and intangible gains at the same time. So step four, once you've done that, is to ask yourself or ask the client, do you believe that you will realize these gains? Again, sounds like a surface level question, but boy, if you have had a long conversation up until this point, which hopefully you have, a very in-depth conversation, this question is a very deep question. Now, all those gains you just you know talked about, you envisioning yourself achieving certain things and embodying certain traits and walking a certain way and carrying yourself a certain way, do you believe that that is possible for you? Do you believe that you can realize that? The reason this is so important is because of the quote that it's not who you are that holds you back, it's who you think you're not. I'm going to say that again. It's not who you are that holds you back. It's who you think you're not. And all too often, a client at this point can get so scared of their own potential, right? I will also sometimes sometimes ask, how much do you believe these gains are possible for you? Are you at 100%? Like, I got this. I know I can do this. Are you at 50%? How can we boost your belief in this decision? Again, from other episodes, you've heard me say how important it is to draw on proof from their own life of other times and examples where they've achieved a goal or realized a particular gain or sort of like put in the work to achieve something or learn something new. Um, and those are all really helpful for this element of the framework. Did you think you would experience so many benefits from hiring a financial coach? So it's a really great example for our clients because chances are we are their first coach.
approach. We are their first experience in investing in themselves. Um, and so we can ask them, what, what did you think you would gain from this process? And imagine, chances are, they didn't imagine that the benefits would be as great as they are. That's pretty normal for us. Um, and so they're realizing, wow, actually, like what I thought I would gain, I'm actually gaining so much more, right? And that is exciting when they're making the next decision because it's like, there's probably things that I will gain that I haven't even considered yet, right? Which is really cool. If you don't believe in yourself yet, this is one of the things that we sort of navigate because a client can say yes or no to this question or sort of like somewhere in the middle, right? That's probably the most common. Um, and one of the things that we talk about at this point, if the answer is no, or if they're like, you know, I would say like 75% or less with their belief that this, that they're going to realize these gains is I will ask the question, is that a reason to invest in this program or to invest in this coach. In other words, if you don't believe that you are going to realize these gains or that kind of thing, is that not a reason to invest in support and invest in guidance and get expert help? It's not a reason to not do it. If anything, it's more of a reason to do it, right? Do you then believe, and this comes back to the trust triad that we talked about at the last episode, do you believe in the other person? Do you believe in their program? Do you re believe in the results that they get people, right? Because if we can help with those other two things, can we borrow from the belief that the coach probably has? Can we borrow from the belief that you have in the program and in the coach? until you start to believe that these results are possible for you too, right? So in other words, if you don't believe that might actually be a reason to move forward, not to shy away from it, right? And then last but not least, step five is to compare the gains and the costs to make a decision. Look at the tangible and intangible costs. Look at the tangible and intangible gains. It is not necessarily about quantity. I cannot stress this enough. This is not like you put them in a nice pretty list and like whichever one has more wins, okay? This is more about impact or significance or quality than anything, okay? Are the gains that you could receive from this worth the costs, the things that this could cost you, that it absolutely will because that's the price and also what you it could potentially cost you if we're not careful, right? Going through this process is as much a mental and emotional exercise as anything else. By going through these steps, a person can more clearly see the decision that they are facing. At this point, again, this kind of comes back to the commitment phase of coaching. So we want them to make some sort of commitment. The commitment does not have to be that they are saying yes to investing in that coach or program, but they have to sort of make a decision either to postpone the decision for six months or something like that, or move forward. This is one of the things that I tell clients all of the time. You will feel better if you say yes to this, and you will feel better if you say no to this. You will feel better either way. You will not feel better if you sit in indecision, if you sit in uncertainty, right? So if you want to say, no, not yet, or not right now, I'm going to revisit this in three months or six months, that is great because we don't need to invest time and energy and mental bandwidth to it for those three or six months, right? Like we're going to set a date on the calendar and we'll revisit it then, or you're going to move forward, but don't sit in wishy-washy land, okay? You want them to feel as if they are able to make a decision with confidence and with clarity and with a focus on what they are investing in for their future and what they are creating for themselves by making that decision. That is not to say that these decisions become easy. They just become easier, right? Now, this is when they will, like I said, make a decision because it's sort of the commitment phase of the process. 
we will keep the notes. This is one of the things that the client is going to like move forward with something. I will encourage them to document either on a sheet of paper or on their notes app on their phone or something like that, the list of what they've come up with, the things that they thought that the costs were and the fears that they had. You want to stay very present to those as you make the decision and as you're navigating that program or working through the changes and that kind of thing, because those are what help you stay grounded, right? Those were your guardrails. Those were the things that you didn't want to lose sight of. So let's keep those very present. And you want to keep the gains list really front and center as well, because those serve as your vision. Right. And chances are, whether it's my financial coaching program, the Financial Coach Academy, any type of coaching program, if a client is investing in themselves, chances are growth is going to occur, which means we're going to experience growing pains. Right. And when those hard days happen, look at that gains list. Revisit that. That is your why. Right. So you want to have those front and center, not just to make the decision, but as you are navigating the growth and the change as well. Now, once we have done that, so the client has made a decision. We can then move on to the affordability aspect of this, right? This is where one of the things, this is like the extra credit, because that's the five steps to making the decision. Now, from there, what we do is I want the the question to be, how can I afford this? At this point, all that we have done is determine that the gains outweigh the costs for this client or to this client, right? That this is a, you know, a a step they want to take. It's a decision they want to move forward with and that kind of thing that this will add value to their life at a greater amount in a more significant way than it's going to cost them something, right? Once we determine that, then we say, okay, so how can we make this happen? How can you afford this? It is not, can I afford this? That is not the question. We train our clients really, really early on in their coaching that can I afford this is not a question. How can I afford this is the question. Because if you want something and you think it will add value to your life, let's find a way to make that happen, right? You can decide no for any number of reasons because it's not what you want. It's not going to add value. You don't really like the pace of it or the speed of it or any number of things, right? All of those things, you can make a decision not to want something, of course, but we don't want affordability to be one of those reasons. How can I afford this boosts solution mode and it also boosts creativity, which is what we're going for. And then we go into problem solving and creative creativity mode of discovering how they can make that happen for themselves. This is also when some clients will absolutely put a an expense or an investment on their credit card and you know, I know that a lot of coaches, financial coaches specifically, might be against that. But for some clients, that would be on their cost list. They would say, this, has, this might have to go on a credit card. I may pay six months of interest on my credit card. That is one of the costs of the decision, right? And the gains, in their opinion, still far outweigh that. They're like, yes, and that is still worth it. This happens often when it comes to coaching or like investing in growth, where it's like, I have to pay for this. And I I fully believe that the benefits will pay for itself, but I'm not going to realize those benefits first, but I have to feel the expense first, right? So they're like, I'm going to pay for this, but all of these things that I will gain far outweigh the cost of this, even with the interest I'm going to put on my credit card. And a lot of the times, especially if it's like a time management coach, let's say, right? It's this idea that like, this is actually going to give me so much more to my life back, right? This is going to free up my time, free up my energy. I will have the ability to make more money and do better things and feel more creative, be more open-minded, all those types of things. 
And it is worth it for me to put this on a credit card in order to do that. Okay. Now I'm not saying we default to putting on a credit card. I'm not saying, yeah, don't worry about it. Just put it on a credit card. Who cares? Right? Like that is not what I'm saying. But for some people, if that is their only option, they are willing to make that decision for themselves. Okay. All right. Coaching is all about figuring out what you think of something and how that impacts how you feel and the actions you take. I like to end every episode with a reflection question. So it gives you something to ponder so you can deepen your awareness on today's topic. I would love for you to answer the question on YouTube in the comments or join in the discussion in our free Facebook group, Financial Coaches Unite. So hop on over to Facebook and ask to join. Here is your question, coach. You may be facing a decision right now in your life or business. How can you use this framework to help you make a confident decision? You may be facing a decision right now in your life or business. How can you use this framework to help you make a confident decision? Next episode, I am going to cover the stages of learning. We all experience these stages when we learn something new, our clients and us like how to launch or run a business, right? Or how to better manage our money. So I'm going to break down those stages for you so you can help lead a client through them with ease. I believe financial coaching is the best and most rewarding way to make a living. I truly love what I do. If you are ready to learn and see how to become a profitable, successful financial coach, check us out at financialcoachacademy.com to learn more about our online courses, our free trainings, and all of our events. As always, I would love to hear from you. If you have any questions or thoughts for the podcast, submit them at financialcoachacademy.com forward slash podcast. And if you love this podcast, please, please, please subscribe and leave us a rating on Apple Podcasts. It would mean the world to me. I will see you next week, coach. 